Good evening, my Rabbi And we are here in Perekhes of Sharabedis and Lekim, and we discussed that this question of Bechira, does a person have free choice to decide what he wants to do, or is everything controlled and predetermined and nigzar decreed from above? That's what the Nefesh wanted to do. And the Seichel said, well, there are different schools of thought. Those who feel all was given over to man to decide what he's going to do, right or wrong, and therefore there's reward and punishment. The other school of thought said, no, everything is still in the hands of HaKadosh Baruch Hu. If you ask, well, why is there reward and punishment? He says, I don't know the answer to that. He admits defeat. And then we have a third sheet. Umehem. So we have a third one, a synthesis of both. As you mentioned last night, that the first two seem to be just philosophical ideas and approaches. And the third one seems to be much more in line and sync with Chazal. They believe in both. That we are forced, there is a compulsion of doing things, all from Shemaim. That said, again, there's also a divine justice in that Kodesh allows a person to make decisions and therefore have the consequences, good or bad. And this thought says, If one delves into this matter, Okay. Meaning to say that certainly there is room for a person to do things, then he gets reward or punishment. And they said that the right approach for us to take is We should always approach this whole idea. We should have our understanding, the attitude as if everything is within the power of man. Do everything as if you believe the that man is given the power. And we get reward and punishment based on that. And we should try to do exactly what Hashem wants us to get this world and to get the next world. And at the same time, at the same time, we put our full trust in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, that the power of all actions, and movements, things that are good for us, things that harm us, Wow. Only Hashem could sort of have any complaints against us. And we ain't tiny lot of We have no complaints against Hashem. So in other words, we have to behave as if whatever we do, we have the power to do it. But so whatever actually happens is Akurish Baruch doing it. So it's a little bit of a steer, and the truth of the matter is uh we we don't fully understand it. And this is what he says now, Vadas says this understanding at least seems most plausible. More than anything else that we discussed earlier. 
because he seems to be truthful, it seems to be understandable. That we have to sort of admit that there's a, only a, a certain amount that we're going to understand from the way HaKadosh Baruch who runs the world. Why? We're so weak, our minds are so weak. And the minimum amount that we could comprehend and understand. The truth is, it's better for us. We can't know too much. Sometimes knowing too much is no good. So Hashem, for that reason, hid it from us. It's hidden from us, it's for our benefit. We don't, know, we don't have to know so much. If we would have to know it, rest assured, if we would need to know it, Hashem would open this up to us and reveal it to us. So this is really, sounds very much like the Rambam. The Rambam tells us in Hilchas Tshuva, even Hilchas Tshuva is supposed to talk about the Mitzvah of Tshuva, but yet the Rambam writes in Hilchas Tshuva, part of it is about Bechira. In Perikei Alochei, the Rambam tells us that this conundrum, this dichotomy of understanding is everything based on HaKadosh Baruch Hu. On the one hand, like we have Psukim that the Nefesh said before, many Psukim that seem to indicate that. Even Chazal, Chazal tell us, HaKol Bidei Shamayim. Everything is controlled in Shamayim. Everything is controlled by Hashem in Shamayim. Chutz Mi Shamayim. Except for Shamayim. That means everything. Certainly, where a person is going to be born, when he will be born, to whom, how smart he'll be, what he'll look like, how wealthy he'll be, all the things. That's Rashi and Sektas need. Rashi and Sektas Brokers tells us everything that will transpire to a person is all Nigzim and Hashemayim. What's left? What's left is person to choose a mitzvah or an Avera. As we mentioned last night, it's the Rotson, the desire or the will to choose to do good or bad. The will to choose not to go what naturally I would like to do. That's Bechira. And the truth is, just to tie it in, be something in Yonah Diyema, Dovra Be'ita Matoiv, to mention something that's pertaining to today. This week's parasha, Parashas Lech Lecha. And in Parashas Lech Lecha contains a famous Ramban, one of the fundamental Rambans in the Torah, that deals with this exact question. Are people forced to do things because Hashem so decreed? Or is it within man's power to do things that therefore he's rewarded and punished or punished? And the Rabban asked this on the fact that Avram Avinu was told, Avram Avinu was told by the Brisbane Abbasurim, by the covenant, he said Hashem told him, you know your children are going to be slaves in a foreign land and oppressed for 400 years. But, but you should know also, by the way Rashi says, also, not only Mitzrayim, not only Golas Mitzrayim, but the other four Goliaths also. Avram Avinu in this week's parasha was told everything. He was shown everything, every one of our Goliaths until the last one of today was shown it all. And also the nation 
that will enslave you and impress you, I will judge them. Frank the Ramban, how could that be? Hashem, you said that Bnei Yisrael will be subjugated, will be enslaved by a foreign people and oppressed. So Hashem, this is your commandment. This is a mitzvah that you said has to be done. How could you then tell Avram Avinu, by the way, the nation that does that, I'm going to punish them. And did, did Hashem punish them? Oh, did he? Ten Marcos. And Rabbi Yoni writes in Mesechus Hobbes, Rabbi Yoni writes, if just with two words, Don Anoichi, came about ten months of plagues, battering Mitzrayim, ruining everything that they had, their water supply and their air and the animals and the ground. It, it's a shmetter them. He made mincemeat out of them. He made, he made, it was like a, a kinderspiel. He was playing with them. I made a mockery out of them. Just from two words in the Chumash Don Anoichi. Says Rebbein could you imagine what Hashem is going to do at the end of days where we have full psukim in the Navi in Yeshai, in the Navi Yecheskel that Hashem says, oh, I will take retribution against all of the nations throughout history that oppressed you. We can imagine what kind of nekama, what kind of revenge Hashem is going to take against them. The problem is the Ramban asked in this week's parsha, how can Hashem punish them? Hashem said, you said this is going to be. You said we'll be enslaved. Very tough question. So look at the Ramban over there. It's a beautiful Ramban. Learning in this week's parsha. to see it. So first he mentions one terrorist from the Rambam that Hashem just said that the Bnei Yisrael will be enslaved by some foreign nation, some undetermined nation. Hashem never said who will be. So the fact that the Mitzrayim said, ah, whoever comes first will merit, it's, is there were they, that sadistic nature that they had, that they wanted to oppress, therefore they're punished. Shem Salem said, you have to do it. Somebody has to do it. Like the concept the Gemara and Shabbos says, Megalgal and Choyv Aidei Chayiv. Hashem makes bad things come about from those who are guilty. So, so too, Hashem never said, it was going to be Mitzrayim. I said, some undisclosed, unnamed nation. That's one terrorist. Another terrorist the Ramban mentions is, it's true. Hashem said they will be enslaved, but to what degree? You went way overboard, Mitzrayim. And because you went way overboard and you did it on your own. And as you knew, there could have been a minimum amount and you went overboard. Hashem says, that's what I'm punishing you for. So here's just one small example where we have no idea is really everything predetermined. Like we're going to be enslaved and oppressed in a foreign land at the same time. Then, So that sounds like Hashem is in control of everything. On the other hand, Mitzrayim is punished. All of Pari and his, his uh, nation, they're all punished for the bad choices they made. Sounds like that man is in charge. So this dichotomy again is something that the Rambam says in Hilchus Tshuva Perekei He says, the truth is, we can't really understand it. It's beyond our comprehension. Above our pay scale, as we say. 
it's something we can't understand. So much so that it evokes the rivet right over there on the Rambam say, so what are you bringing it up for? Or oh, you're making it some more questions. That's the rivet's argument to the Rambam. But part of it is like the Chavis above is saying over here, the Rambam is just putting it out and say, listen, there are things that we can't understand. And Hashem wanted it that way. Why did Hashem want it that way? Says the Chavis above us, we'll do one more paragraph to explain this. To give some sort of marshal, some example of how we see that it's best that Hashem only allowed us to understand a little bit of this very complex system of Hashem on the one hand being in control of every second, of every moment, of every single creature's lives. On the other hand, you have your own destiny in your hand. I place before you and you get So the Chavazavavah says, it has to be that way. A small example of this. Imagine somebody had very weak eyes. He won't be able to benefit from the brilliant, bright sun. The only way he's able to appreciate the sun and not be blinded by its light is if he wears sunglasses, dark sunglasses. Then at least he can appreciate the light and see things. The worse his eyesight is, the weaker his eyes are. The only way it's going to be able to rectify is he's going to need thicker lenses, thicker or more darker lenses in the sunglasses. The better his eyesight, the thinner the the uh, the Mosach has to be the cover. So it is with Hakadosh Baruch Hu. In order for us to appreciate anything about Hashem's world, is we need a lot of coverings over our eyes. So in this, the Nibshal is we need coverings over our mind. We can't comprehend too much because it's so brilliant, it's so beyond us that if if we would understand more, we wouldn't be able to understand anything. So therefore, we can only understand a little bit. It's like that covering to appreciate some of the sun's light in order not to be blinded by it. So, so too, we, uh, uh, in our limited capacity, we're able to understand some of this. So, Chavazamava says, this at least is a satisfactory reconciliation of this very difficult question whether one, on the one hand, we have psukim and we see it in the reality that Hashem controls everything. And we see things beyond our control, even though if we would have wanted it one way, it turns the other way. Now, on the second hand, we know there are things within our power, and we know there are ways, times that we could stop ourselves from doing something if we wanted to. And that's Bechira. And how these coexist is something that is really beyond our comprehension. And the best we can get is that there is a blend of both. And the Chavazavama says we have to behave as if everything we control in our decision making and the same time that be talking that everything that, that does happen is really Hashem in control. We'll hold it here a boy say I good tonight.